Mic check, one, two, one, two. My sweet waifu. Is that you? Mic check. Mic check, waifu, waifu. Tell, is that you? What's up, Mr. Polo Bornfly himself? How you doing, bro? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Welcome to uh, episode 28 of Mic Check White. Wait, is that correct? I think that's correct. Yeah, that's right. Episode 28. <laughs> Welcome to episode 28 of Mic Check Waifu Waifu. I'm Polo, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, my brother, Tell. Um, what a great show we have for you today. I can't wait to get started. But first, as always, let's thank our sponsor. Lube Complex. Let's go to lubecomplex.com. Use the offer code waifu and you'll be able to save on your entire cart. He just restocked some of the hardest shirts that he got in the store. So check that out. ASAP. Um, it's also brought to you by our Patreon producers, Chris Goodywin, Monique Williams and Connor. We appreciate you, brother, for, for being a part of our Let's Plays and stuff. Um, and also a huge shout out to all of our Patreons. Hey, go to patreon.com slash waifu. When you get there, you should see a free open to everyone episode of Mike Check Encore. What Mike Check Encore is, it's a bonus podcast with me and Tell and sometimes legal. Um, just kind of sit and talk and literally just talk about whatever life, um, music, movies, video games, whatever it is. It's a chill podcast. It's not necessarily for people looking for something specifically, but it's just something to get a little bit of insight into us as regular people outside of anime. So go ahead and go to patreon.com slash my check waifu waifu. It's a free episode for everybody. Episode 13 is free for everybody right now. So go check that out. Your support is greatly appreciated. And um, check out check out the merch store, teespring.com slash Stores slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. All the links to this will be in the show notes in the description. So thank you all so much for the support. Now, last week, we uh, had a kind of a brief discussion about a topic that we were going to have for this week. Last week was our Dr. Stone review episode. And when we were going through that episode, I kind of mentioned like to myself, like there's so much I look for in anime in order for me to consider it good. I'm such a huge critic like such a huge, maybe even hard critic of anime that if it doesn't meet a certain criteria for me personally, I can't, I can't give it the hype that everybody else can give it. Like for instance, Dr. Stone is one of the shows that got some of the most hype on our Twitter. Can you agree with that? I agree with that. It got some of the most hype on our Facebook too. Yeah, it's true. Like people calling it nines, people calling it tens. People calling it anime of the year. Anime of the year. Yeah. And I just don't, I don't see it. It's not in me to say that. And it's because of my critiques of it. And my critiques come down to what, I mean, essentially what our review scale is. If it don't hit those marks for me, then I can't rate it as high. Now don't, don't take that as me saying Dr. Stone is bad because we still rated it a good rating. Like 7.8 is a good rating, but it's just not what I feel. I, I, it's, it's just exactly what I feel it should be rated to be honest. I, I personally feel that if some of the other uh, shows this year didn't come out, mm-hmm. I actually would have given Dr. Stone a higher rating. You think so? It has some steep competition this year. I, I, you know, you're and absolutely it, right about that. It honestly, like, like I said, Astro Lost in Space, I did not plan on that being good. 
and I did not plan on. Uh, I mean, I, I had no idea Fire Force was coming out until a month before we watched it. Exactly. You know? So there's a lot of stuff that I didn't know was coming, and then it hit hit the radar. And Doctor Stone was good, but it had some competition that was just better. Yo, straight up, that's a good point because when you think about it, like we hadn't even like for those of you who has been listening to my check wife wife from the beginning, you know that. When we saw Astro Lost in Space, we looked at it and kind of laughed at it in our, uh, I believe it was our, what was that, fall review? Like fall, um, li- like list? Anticipation. Anticipation list, yeah. We kind of looked at it like, yeah, something probably ain't something we ain't going to be watching. We ended up watching it and it ended up being our number one anime of the of the year so far. Um, Well, I won't go say that. Highest rated anime. Yeah, highest rated so far. Yeah, highest rated so far. So that's interesting. But... That conversation last week sparked a topic idea that we had. And the topic goes like this. The topic is, what do you want in your anime? How critical are you? What do you look for? Are are you into like big fights, story, like animations, dope power systems, the world? What do you consider good character development? And then I asked the people in our Facebook group to give us examples of this. Now, we're going to start off with ours. I don't know if you want to start or if you want me to start. Tell how you want to do this. Uh, I mean, I can start with mine because I have a pretty decent idea, right? Okay. Because I have one of my favorite anime I can um, kind of base it off of, right? Sure. And um, I say it a lot, Shivery of a Fell Knight. Um, he's one a of my all-time... Guy. Yeah, one of my... <laughs> well, he's not He's not even... It's not even a fake series, but Shivery of a Fell Knight, you know, one of my all-time favorite uh, anime. But... You're welcome. It has some... Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. That's some of my favorite uh, moments in general. And then the entire series, even though it's just 12 episodes, it has some of my favorite just overall like points that I hit. Right. Mm-hmm. So I know this is a very shallow point from my number one point. Uh, not the most important point on my list, but I like an underdog protagonist, mm-hmm. um, like a protagonist who seemingly at the beginning. Yeah, he's a cool guy, but has everything against him. Mm-hmm. And I like to say that because Icky, uh, he had no power in this world of like full of power. Right. And he literally had to sacrifice his own vision, blood and everything to actually be good at anything. And then you compare it to like even Ashloss in space, our main character there. Yeah. Everyone seemed to be good, but he, even in the beginning, no one really wanted him to be the captain. Right. Right. right? And everyone's a main character, but no one wanted him to be the captain, right? Mm-hmm. And he kind of earned that trust from everyone and kind of, you know, no longer was the underdog, but was the one, like, the glue who held everyone together. Mm-hmm. So I love that idea of a underdog protagonist. And, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I always feel stronger when someone tells me I can't do something. Right. So that may, might be why I love the underdog protagonist. Um, for the longest time, Teen Gohan was my favorite anime character, you know, like, just because he did everything in the Cell Saga, he yeah. was the underdog. Probably we didn't the think his underdog. Yeah, we didn't think Teen Gohan was gonna come through and wreck cells like that. Right. We didn't think he was gonna come through and wreck everybody like that, but he did. Um, and I, I still hold true to that. That's one of my favorite things in general when it comes to like a, a good anime or a good manga. Mm-hmm. Now, not my main thing though. Um, one of my my second topic or my second thing would be consistency. And that consistency has to kind of range from everything, you know, right. like it just, it can't just be, okay, 
they're consistently overpowered or anything like that. If you show me that, okay, there's a power scaling and okay, this is what the upper ceiling of this power scaling looks like. And this is how you break through that. I don't want, I don't want you to just show me random breakthroughs on that. I want the power. I want that breakthrough to make sense. Right. Um, I'm not, I'm not throwing any shape. Hold on. <laughs> I'm not I throwing mean, any shape to you, Black Clover. Not at all. But, <laughs> but, but it also has to do with like storyline consistency, right? Right. So I want the storyline to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you know, you got a, a brother who is trying to, I don't know, something stupid like find his sister that he lost all these years ago mm-hmm. and you want him to come across like go and find a sister and he finally gets to finally meet her sister after all these years right you know i want that to be the goal but i want that to be like like everything has to be consistent with that him training to get to that point where he can find a sister that has to some somehow coincide with the consistency of him wanting to find a sister right. it can't be I'm training to find my sister and then, okay, I'm going to go find my sister. And he's still no longer, he's like fighting. He's just, it's like a slice of life now or something like that. I don't know. Right, that right. would like, don't, don't mix it up on me like that. Right. So I, I do like consistency. Um, and then I need at least a, a halfway decent story. Oh, also I meant consistency also uh, counts for animation too. <laughs> you, can't, you can't, you can't be not consistent with your animation. Straight uh, up. Black Clover. Um, <laughs> but just, just a halfway decent story as well. You know, mm-hmm. like there is so much out there. Like you think about all the stories out there in the world and everything seems to repeat somehow, right. but you can still take that repeated idea and um, create something new. Right. Like I look at, you know, I'm going to talk about this later. Vinland saga right now. Um, as Polo may know, uh, or as you guys will know now, um, I basically started Vinland Saga like six hours ago <laughs> and I'm 12 episodes deep. And to me, it has a very Game of Thrones-esque beginning, but this was way easier to get into than Game of Thrones. Like it took me forever to even enjoy Game of Thrones, but it's just so good. Everything feels consistent. Like they not lacking anywhere. This is this is greatness. Um, so yes, I do like a decent story, and it's so easy to carry a decent story. Like it doesn't have to be the same story every episode. Right. Like even even shows like like I said, Shin Chan, or like Rick and Morty or something like that. I just started Rick and watching Rick and Morty again because I got we got crap about that from yeah. my uh, <laughs> shout out to you, Leek. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but it doesn't have to be the same storyline every episode, but as things progress, I would like to see some kind of like progression towards that story. Mm-hmm. You know, like if it's growing your family or even if it's just like you're a goofball and you have an ultimate goal as a goofball as being like the goofiest person in town or something like yeah, that, you know, yeah. the story, I want to see some progression in that story and it has to be at least decent. You won't make my top five being decent, but I mean, I'll watch you for more than two episodes Right. Oh, that's it. You're done. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I have more, but those are like some of my biggest my biggest things. Okay. So I guess I should start then, huh? So for Let's me, I'm gonna start off with a little story. Okay. My anime career started with me watching um, 
we talked about this in episode one of my check wife wife food, but I'm a, I'm a rehash it here. 28, 28 weeks later, my anime watching career started way back when I was in the fourth grade. I was in the fourth grade and I came home from school one day and was on cartoon. The TV was on cartoon network and I saw Dragon Ball Z. Now, the moment I saw Dragon Ball Z, I'm like, what the hell is this? This is a weird looking cartoon. I started watching it and I instantly was captivated because this was right when um, our our Z heroes were getting to Namek and like shit was just starting to pop off. I uh, kept watching it every day after that, coming home, coming home from work. I mean, from school, sorry. And I just, saw the, I just saw the fights and was listening to the inner dialogue and the inner monologues that they were doing. And I'm like, this is way different than any cartoon I ever watched. And I was hooked ever since. Fast forward till about, I don't know, maybe 20, 2011. No, when did I, I don't know the year that Clannad came out fast forward to them. I'm, I'm, I'm bored. It's nothing for me to do. I, I'm caught up on Dragon Ball Z. And obviously at this time there was no Dragon Ball Super or whatever. I start scrolling through the website that we shall never name. I saw something on there called Clannad. And it said it was romance slice of life. I'm like, romance? What kind of show don't have fighting? Why would I even enjoy this? <laughs> oh, well, let me just check it out. I'm bored anyway. I watched it. And it was a whole nother form of storytelling that I never even knew existed in the world of mm-hmm. anime. Hell, even in TV in general, because again, I didn't watch the stuff that my parents watched, or I didn't watch the stuff that my brother watched. I just watched literally fighting anime, any anime with fighting. So Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball Z, Yu Yu Hakusho, Inu Nasha, those type of anime was the only anime I even knew of. When that when I saw Clannad and I watched it literally all the way through, I binge watched it because it was like it was when Clannad was finished. I binge watched the entire thing and I cried like actual tears. From that moment, I'm like, well, this shit just completely changed my life. I need more out of this. And I just started going down this rabbit hole of just different anime with different types of stories and different, you know, gravities of of ways of storytelling. So for me. It became extremely I became extremely critical of my anime after that, because now I know what anime can be. Now I know the upper echelon of where it's at. So for me, mm-hmm. what's most important is always story. Story is always most important for me. And the reason for that is because, I mean, what captivates me, what keeps my attention span? Now, I pride myself on not having the attention span of a fucking gerbil like the most of society nowadays. With that being said, I can I can take a slow pacing story because something like Clannad, Clannad literally took about nine, ten episodes to even start to make sense because of the way they tell their story. And that was okay with me because of the end result. But what I'm getting at is that literally story is the most important. Then follow that right after that at a close, very close number two is character development. This goes to, uh, sorry for this, another week of Black Clover hate, but I have to mention Black Clover. Character development in Black Clover is non-existent. It actually sucks balls. <laughs> and the reason for that is because you have maybe one or two characters that even had any training sessions, period, like any actual training sessions, and that being Asta and Noel. The way Noel trained, she only trained one time to control her powers. That was it. 
That was the only time she actually trained was to control her powers. Then she succeeded in that. Washed her hands with that. That's awesome. She now knows how to control her powers. Fast forward to episode 114 or, or 112 and then 114. She gets this new power and she's a fucking a beast, a monster. She's unbeatable, essentially, when she's fighting Fiona. And it's the most disgusting character development I've ever seen because Noelle is such a good character outside of this bullshit that they give her. She learns the spell and the moment she learns the spell, she's an instant master at it. That I don't appreciate. What I do appreciate, for another example, is Vinland Saga. Mm-hmm. Thorfinn was a child who obviously, I mean, spoiler alert for Villain Saga, if you haven't watched Villain Saga, literally fast forward just 45 seconds. Thorfinn was literally a child that got his father killed. Like, it was his fault that his father died. He shouldn't have yelled, he shouldn't have screamed, he shouldn't try to say, no, my father can kill you all because of his, his pride. He shouldn't have did that. His father was trying to teach him otherwise. He failed miserably at that. But from there, he literally worked his ass off to become even halfway a decent fighter. And when you get further into Villain Saga, you understand, you know, he gets better, but he's still not where he should be, essentially. That, to me, is amazing character development because the storytelling is is revolving around that particular incident. I need that, that storytelling to be on par with the character development. That's why it's such a close second for me. Mm-hmm. Then there's animation. I cannot stand anything that's that's poorly animated. I cannot stand disgusting art. Like, not disgusting art, because art is art. I'm not going to say, please, I'm, let me retract that last statement. Not disgusting art. It's objective. So, for me personally, I cannot stand those harsh, um, those harsh character Harsh changes. lines. Yeah, harsh scratchy. lines. Harsh, yeah, scratchy. Harsh character, like, expressions. Like, when, when Dr. Stone would do, like, these silly faces, like, that shit would literally take me out the entire show because that show is so based on reality that it, it completely fucks fucks with my whole perspective of the show. So when they do stuff like that, it kind of it, it throws it off. And that goes to what you said with the consistency, like the art has to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that Villain Saga is, the art is so consistent. It's not the prettiest, but it's very, 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 very consistent. Yeah, because Villain Saga has that fucking that three. We'll talk about it later when we talk about Villain Saga. It's great though. Um, and that's that's really it for me. The reason why I'm so critical is a lot of shows have trouble with that consistency, like you said. They have trouble with the story. Mm-hmm. And they also have trouble with character development. I think character development is such a hard thing in animated get right, and not a lot of them do it. Like for instance, a lot of people don't like Tanjiro's character development. But I feel like that's some of the best character development we see in the show because we span years of his life when he's training. Yes, it's a little kind of fast forwarded, but we kind of see his journey to get to where he end up being at the end of the first season of Di- I mean of uh, Demon Slayer, which was awesome to me. He's the only really likable character because of that to me, other than, you know, some support characters. But I mean, that's why I'm I'm extremely harsh. Like I look for like the story has to be on par has to be high animation has to be dope uh character development character development has to be there period like i don't i don't i'm trying to understand black clover and the way that character development is and it just doesn't make any fucking sense man it's stressful it's annoying but that's just me um and with that 
we asked that to the Facebook group and we got a bunch of different responses. So I didn't want to make mine too long because we have a lot of responses to get through 12 of them to be exact. And um, a lot of them harkens back on what we say. And I'm going to I'm going to speak around some of the points they use in there. So I'm going to start off with Gabriel. Shout out to you, Gabriel. Thanks for uh, commenting. He was the first comment. So for me, he says, for me, my checkbox is like this. The first episode is the most important thing in the anime. If I watch episode one and I'm not feeling it, I probably won't go back unless people start to rave about it. For my episode one critique, I'm looking for interesting characters, some hit, some hint of action or in over or an intriguing mystery. If it has one or three of <laughs> if it has one of these three, then I might be able to get to episode two. I need the animation to stay consistent throughout the show. Black Clover got lucky because my fiance was into it, but the inconsistency kills me, especially if if it's a 24, uh, a 24 season show. So if I make it to episode two, it has to be consistent and then I probably will watch the entire anime. But what matters in uh, to me in the anime is if the action, if it has action rather than mental battles and hand to hand slash power fights, or sports competition, I need to wait. I, I need this to watch it. Next, it needs to be story with a purpose. Uh, he says Gintama is an example mm-hmm. of an anime I hated as I yeah, never could. Yeah, I never could grasp the story of it, which I heard a lot about. I heard a lot about this story not being very consistent in that one. Yeah. Which, some people love it, some people don't. Which stopped me from watching it because it was, mm-hmm. it's got, it's overwhelming. You want to read the next one? Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to read uh, Drew Seeley. Okay. And he says, it depends on the genre, right? But like always, I refer to Full Metal Alchemist. Biggest thing is emotional connection to characters and situations they go through. I love that, right? We all love a little bit of emotional connection. He says, if I can feel the emotions the character is supposed to feel, I'm in. Second biggest thing is mixture of serious, serious and humorous a- atmosphere. So some some intense moments and some laughter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, more important than more, more important to that note, more than just one character being able to be serious and funny relief. Last big thing to list: fluidity of the anime. Everything needs to flow from the plot to the character design and development, the environments, the music, etc. Real shit, real spit, real real spit. Our great papers. So yeah. Go ahead. I like this this one a lot if you go into this next one. Well, uh, I'm going to go to Jolie. I don't know if that's the one you wanted to, but you can read the one you like a lot. Okay. I thought Jolie's is actually pretty comparable to yours. I felt like y'all are basically on the same boat here. But he says, I consider an anime to be good when you can relate to a character. Development isn't as important to me as creating a stable character, right? So, and what what I think about that is obviously like, a stable character is someone who is either already well developed. Mm-hmm. Like who, who do we know that's well developed before we even see them? Uh, Thor's, for instance, in yeah. Villain Saga. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm all on Villain Saga right now. Yeah, uh, Thor's is well developed, and we don't see him for long. But even though he's gone, we want to know more about him. We know right. his background and the characters around him kind of build his development. You know, right. Um, for realism, a character should grow or develop, but sometimes they don't grow in terms of what people would perceive them to grow. Um, most people expect growth to be this character was this, now they're this. 
but growth can be how the writer keeps characters core, but yeah. shows how their uh, thought process has changed. Vegeta is a prime example of this. I like my anime to be about what they're about. And if it's shonen arc fighting, I want shonen arc fighting and no crying. If it's <laughs> drama, let's, let me get that juice. If it's sports, I want great moments and introspectives from players. Haikyuu is a perfect example of character development for me. I want my anime to be good, not driven by cash grabs. And come on, let's talk about that too. So, I yeah, mean, One Piece has had a huge cash grab. Oof, did they really? Yeah, bro, I was Saudi. Huh. What, what, what is <laughs> that? So, they, uh, in the manga, uh, our, our boy Kaido, uh, spoiler if, you, if you're not this far in One Piece, uh, Kaido is one of the biggest bad dudes in all of One Piece. Right, I remember and you telling me about that. Luffy pops up because he thinks his whole crew just got murked, right? Mm-hmm. And his whole crew, in his mind, is murdered, killed, gone. And he thinks it's Kaido's fault. He runs up on Kaido and throws a punch at Kaido. Kaido's unfazed. Kaido throws a punch at Luffy. Luffy blacks out and is done. One punch, that's it. This latest two episodes of One Piece, Luffy fades Kaido, fighting Kaido for a solid 20 minutes. Like, you mean the dude who in the manga one-punched you, you couldn't even hold a candle to. You faded for a whole 18, 20 minutes in an anime. I'm like, that's a cash grab. They People wanted to see Luffy fight. They wanted to see Luffy fight Kaido, and they tried to give him that. But that's not what happened. Mm. They should have gave us the real and said, look, Luffy wasn't strong enough to fight Kaido. Just they give us more body. story development like they did in the manga. Yeah. They gave a story ar- around that in the manga versus, like, in the anime, they was like, here, this is what you wanted. I was sorry. Sounds real. Disappointment. Familiar. So uh, one one thing about his point is that he wants fighting, no crying. Like he's he's obviously referenced my hero because he hates my yeah. hero because Deku cries. And that's yeah. something I can't rock with because it's like for me, Deku as a character is what makes the show great. It's yeah. a shonen with fighting, but it's a character that actually develops. Yeah. He wants he wants already established characters that. That kind of goes through the ringer, and I and I and I say he, yeah. I mean he, he put it well. It's better. It's, I understand him better, but I just I can't rock with that because it's so simple. Yeah. That's that's simple to me, and I'm not yeah. I'm not and, I'm not that simple. <laughs> and I, I agree with you on the aspect of like Deku, in in my opinion, is a pretty actually good shonen character out of all 100%. the shonen characters. He has some of the best development. Sure. He does start off as a crybaby, and yeah, he might still cry every once in a while, mm-hmm. but he's not crying for the same reasons anymore, you know? Right. Like, at first, he was crying because he didn't have a quirk. Then he was crying because he finally got a quirk and didn't know what to do. Then he was crying because he was blowing his body parts up. Right. Then he was crying because he wasn't strong enough to help All Might. Then he was crying because he wasn't strong. Like, he wasn't crying for reasons of, like, his, his his tears went from less about himself to evolving to about others, you know? Right. Yeah, so it was like, all character development. And I liked that he developed so much. Right. I just, I don't know. I'm, it's a, it's so many people out there like that. That's just, that's simple in what they want and what they look for in their anime. And I, that I can't rock with. I need more. And now that I know the anime can do more, I used to be yeah. just like that. Literally just like that when I was watching Dragon Ball Z as a kid, but. No, not not anymore. Uh, I'm going to uh, Carrie's. <laughs> okay, okay. This is the one you liked? Yeah, this is what I like. That's so all I need is good story, comedy, great characters, a hyping opening to give me hype, and a little bit of fan service. 
That last part isn't always needed. <laughs> but I commented and said, I fucks with you for that last part. <laughs> uh, I like fan service, man. I don't care. So, hey, we all like a little bit of fan service, bro. You know that. <laughs> I, I think I even said that. Yeah, you did. Um, He's got the most uh, interaction, by the way. Yeah. Um, Dion Brown said something very similar. Good fight scenes or battles, characters, as long as they are entertaining and have supporting casts who each get time to shine. That's important. Supporting cast gets time to shine. That is sometimes so game changing. True. Uh, comedy is a must and romance must. A romance, not a lot, just like every 10 episodes. EX. Example, Demon Slayer, Ippo, Jojo, Inuyasha, Air Gear, Food Wars, Kenichi. Uh, I wanted to mention he put Ippo in there because Hachime no Ippo is a great anime. And he put uh, Air Gear, which is a fucking classic in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I love Air Gear a lot. Uh, let's see. Huh. Okay. Good old Ty Jones. What up, Ty Jones? Thanks for writing in. Hey, yeah. He says, for my anime, an honest reason to care about the characters, be it because they're relatable or because they're genuinely a badass and lovable from some in some form. I want my characters to represent people in the real world uh, with their problems and such family. I have a huge love for uh, I have a huge love and lock for family connectivity and motive, especially direct family like mother, father, siblings, which is dope. He says uh, he also says I want fight scenes to be fluid, non repetitive, uh, be it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. Be made up fighting or genuine real life technique and form. I want animations to not be afraid to distort characters in order to sell the total, sell the total movement and emotion mm-hmm. of the attack or movement. Some anime do this, and I love it. So I'm, I'm gonna tell you what doesn't do it well. Black Clover. What does do it well? Fire Fate Force. Fate Grand. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. The most recent episode of Fire Force. The way they like kind of, the way they kind of show the phase fighting and and, and uh, it's crazy. They, I love it. Um, sorry, he continues. While I want all the characters to adhere to their individual personalities, I want them to be malleable. Malleable. I can't say that word. Malleable, malleable. too. <laughs> uh, to feel like real people. Even some of the most stiffiest of necks can be broken. <laughs> Laughter or tears. Right. Um, and the softest of people can stand up for what they believe in despite being scared shitless. Dude, I love this one. This is probably my favorite comment. I want the antagonist to be believable and have a reason to be a bad guy. I'm fine with someone being genuinely evil just because, just because, but it needs to be done right. I don't want a villain to be all what you want to know <laughs> why I'm this way. Yeah. Yeah, right? That's bleach all the way. Just uh, just for him to go, oh, it's because I want to, and then explains what he wants. <laughs> if the villain is going to be a bad, uh, it's going to be, bad by choice then let it be due to them cutting loose or being tired of being a boy or girl scout and just be up front that's a good point i also want the situations to have impact if someone dies or comes back from allegedly being dead i want it to be written right Uh, i want it to be written right or well build it up have it serve the next move have it serve to move the plot motivations and such into the next plane slash stage of being. And yeah, this is so. Great. I just want to say a couple of things. Um, All right. So um, basically, 
in Black Clover, uh, a lot of the things he's talking about uh, happen and don't happen, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think Asta or Asta is genuinely badass. I think you know is genuinely badass. Those two characters are who they are for like story purposes, and that's just how they grew up. They grew up on two different spectrums of life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have everything around them that stays inconsistent. And that's kind of like what he's kind of getting at with some of these points. Um, even when you talk about like characters dying and whatnot, like Jiraiya died in yeah. Naruto and had the hugest impact. 100%. Almost. It, it feels like the hugest impact on the anime for such a long time in comparison. Like when Neji died, we were Saudi, but not like when Jiraiya died. Well, I was a little bit more Saudi because he was one of my favorite characters. But and Neji was one of my favorite too, but he... Yeah. We were sorry because of how Jiraiya died, you know? Like, they had to jump him for real. Um, <laughs> but, um, he kind of he kind of has some really good points there, and I actually agree with all of that. Like, yeah. genuine characters feel much more lovable. Exactly. That's why I like Deku. That's why I like, you know, I, I like, I even like the anime, the Isekai the anime that, where the characters are extremely overpowered, as long as they're explained well. Like, for instance, um, while Wise Man's grand, a Wise Man's grandchild compared to a Demon Lord retry. Demon Lord retry is absolutely garbo at building the world and building that character up, but a Wise Man's grandchild does an excellent job of of showing, hey, this kid, his, he he was he worked as a former scientist before dying and being reincarnated, and then his knowledge from being a scientist carried over into the new world, and he uses that knowledge to make him overpowered. You know what I'm saying? Like that's because of that story beat. That's what makes it so great. Yeah. Or even, um, parasite, the maxim. Same. Yeah. How, when our main character has to basically kill his mom, even though that's not really Straight his mom up. anymore, you know what I mean? Right. Right. Like it's, Oof. it's an alien parasite that killed. and it's not his mom, but he, you know, that it played to the tropes of I'm your mom and you shouldn't kill me. And it almost took his life. Yep. And that moment even though like there's so so many other intense moments in the show, that was one of the more intense moments and it wasn't even like the best fight in the show. Right. I was connected. <laughs> right. Oh, um, the, the next one is going to be, uh, let's do Christian Nichols. Yeah. <clears throat> he says, when I think of what I like in an anime, I usually think of Yu Yu Hakusho. Yusuke is still my favorite main character because he is layered, very much, which so. is very important. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the characters around him and their interactions that peel these layers throughout the series. And even if we could already tell it was there, you can tell that he had other main characters like Deku learn from their peers, and um, you can tell he and other main characters like Deku learn from their peers and find inventive ways to overcome conflict. It doesn't need to be explosive at first; they'll come with time. That'll come with time. We just need progress. Yeah. Yeah. That's like character progression is like a, it's a, it's a big thing there. Like yeah. in MMOs, even with Polo. Yeah. Yeah. If your character progression, if your class progression is trash, why am I playing this class? Exactly. Exactly. Well, unless you're like me and play black desert and you level up almost every class is 60 cause you're a fucking psychopath. Anyway, true, <laughs> moving true. on, go to, to my boy Nero Thornberry. He says, uh, I love an anime that's psychological, a lot of critical thinking, very cerebral, also gets me emotionally invested into the characters, actions, and always welcome. Oh, oh, and 
gets me invested into the characters. Action is always welcome, but it's not needed. For example, Death, uh, Death Note, Death Parade, Cold Geass, and No Game, No Life. I think The Promised Neverland also qualifies as this for this as well. I feel fan service should always be some part of an anime. I like problem solving, racking my brain, learning something with twists. I love Dr. Stone for this reason, uh, but I don't think it qualifies for the picture I'm trying to paint, which, um, yeah, it doesn't really qualify, but it has it. Mm-hmm. But the psychological aspect, the fact that he mentioned uh, Death Note, Death Parade, Code Geass, and, and some No Game, No Life. No Game, No Life kind of is more similar to Dr. Stone, in my opinion, but better it's like a, a way better izakai dr stone it it kind of is though when you <laughs> well good point but like he would love he would love stein's gate for that particular reason he would love um i even recommended it to him already uh what else somebody also mentioned psychopaths he would love that man but i i like i like his taste his taste is real good Death definitely Party. Um, so our boy Brandon Gray, hey. uh, he says plot, good story pace, a good ending, not some BS. I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to write an ending. Like for example, a good oh, a guy <laughs> has to pick between two women and he just doesn't pick at all. Yeah. Get all that. That's so let's, that's how I kind of feel about, uh, what is that called? Juni Tyson and how, uh, the rat dude one in the end. Got it. The anime was so good until it wasn't. It blew me. And it was really just that. That to me, yeah. like everything else was good. Like I've never felt so hurt when a character died <laughs> in anime. I was so hurt when Monkey died. But it was just so like why why you end it like that of all ways, bro? That that that's another show that was again so good until it wasn't. Juni Tyson just ruined itself. Um, I'm oh, look at me. I'm lucky enough to get my boy, Philip J. What's up, Philip J. Woodward? We appreciate you, especially for that meme. That Black Clover meme he did was God tier. Um, he says, anime is a way of life. It can change with your mood or what you're looking for. What's mm-hmm. great is anime that adapts to that adapts to that because of all the content that's available. Generally, I look for a good story and characters. When I was younger, I loved action-packed anime like Ramoni Kenshin, Evangelion, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, Ghost in... Wow, this guy is me. Yu Yu Hakusho, mm-hmm. Ghost in the Shell, or DBZ, but also find a place for other things like Boogie Pop, uh, Phantom, Perfect Blue, Mobile Suit Gundam, well, you lost me there, or Serial Experiments Line. Then there's my uh, love for anime... There's my then there's my love for anime that uh, anime grew through the 90s. Oh, then there's my love for the anime that grew through the 90s. I'm assuming he means um, that's until the 2000s. I started to look backwards and finding the beautiful works of uh, Mrs. Miyazaki, like cat. Oh, my God. Castle in the Sky was wonderful, dude. Uh, my neighbor Totoro and uh, Kiki's Delivery Service. Uh, and others like OG Dragon Ball. Yes. Real good. Speed Racer. Not a fan of that one. Saint Seiya and uh, Ranma. Saint Seiya was fantastic, too. Anything can grab me at this point. Cool characters, design, an interesting premise, even something simple as long as it's enjoyable with a good story and has decent animation. 
Right now, I'm digging slow burns with good character arcs. We need more anime that takes place outside of high school, though. Stuff like Beauty. Oh, Beautiful Bones. Right. Right. That's a good one. Monster, Psychopaths or Fire Force. So you want stuff that takes place out of sight, out of outside of high school. I'm OK with it. I can rock yeah. with it. Yeah, I can deal with it. But I agree. Like, I would like some stuff that takes place outside of high school, like more mature wise. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Beautiful Bones is a good one. Helsing. Yeah. Helsing was great. But that was gory. Um, and then this is the last one on the list. Yeah. Our bro, Jacob Mills. Uh, I look for the same stuff in anime that I look for in other media, which I feel like is also kind of like a must, but you will find different things in both, right? In anime, like DBZ and other shonen, I don't expect much in line with story and character development, though I am pleasantly surprised when it's there and it elevates the anime. Mm. More adult stuff like Cowboy Bebop, in Full Metal Alchemist, I hold to higher standards and I want to get invested in characters. A good amount of humor is also great in these anime as it balances out the heavy subject matter. The era of the anime is also important as newer stories should build off of what came before. Fights are always nice, but without a good story to drive them, I get bored and lose interest. Choo choo. I'm with that. Good stuff, Jacob. That's a real good one. Back, back to to some of these. Some of these I wholeheartedly agree with. Like, I think between Ty Jones and and I think um, Philip, yeah, Phillips. Those are the ones I agree with the most. Like, it, it could definitely change depending on your mood. For like, for instance, sometimes I'm in the mood for harem. I want a good harem or some some a good etchy. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just in the mood. You know. Hey, that's just me. My ain't, brother, man. Ain't no shame in my game. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same. I, yeah. Go ahead. Because sometimes, like, and I know, like I said, you're not into this, but sometimes I want to watch a good sports anime. Yeah. I loved playing sports, but I don't really play sports anymore as much as I used to. So I like to watch some over-exaggerated anime about sports that yeah. used to make me feel like how I used to feel <laughs> dunking on Keith. Yeah. I did dunk on Keith one time. That's all I got to say. I was keep dunking on you. He's six. He's six five now. So I can't way. dunk it on no more. Yeah, hell no. I can't believe like, the man that was like six one back in elementary school got taller. <laughs> he grew after high school. That's yeah, funny. it's nuts. Um, but uh, yeah, those are those are fantastic. Thank y'all so much for writing in. It truly is. It's good to see what you guys are like into because now it explains some of the other conversations that we can have inside of anime and hopefully we got a better understanding of who we are again i like slice of life slice of life has became my number one genre but you know what one thing that when we were talking when you mentioned the uh i don't who, who mentioned the one who, where a guy got to pick between two girls and he don't choose either who said was that? that uh ty no, i think, wasn't ty. no that wasn't ty it was the one it was I, christian nichols yeah i think so now i feel that wholeheartedly you want to know what reminded me of that? What popped in my head when he said that, though? What was that? ReZero. Uh, when he I mean, had that choice and he made it. Yeah. And that shit pissed me off so bad. I kind of wish he didn't choose any of them because I didn't know. Like <laughs> because he didn't make the choice you wanted him to make. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Saudi. I was so sorry. Oh, that was Brandon Gray who said that. Sorry. Brandon Gray. Well, we, we need yeah. to do a rewatch of ReZero for real, for real, though, and, and give our official review of it since I, season two is I, coming out. I actually have an idea about something like that. Um, talk about it after the podcast and we'll right. share it later. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, man, I love those. Those are fantastic. Awesome. 
Alright, let's uh let's talk about some more anime that we watch. We're only gonna do one each. Yeah, you can start, f- bro, since, almost since I started this one. Yeah, yeah. So oh shit, you gonna make me start. Um Don't it has to be SAO. It has to be SAO over Fire Force. Fire Force episode was fantastic. Part two of Show versus uh Shinra was wonderful. They explained Show's power and what he was actually doing, which was crazy to me. And then Shinra literally took it to another level during a fight, but he was busting like he was like getting his ass whooped and learning on the fly the right way. Um, Black Clover, take notes. He was learning on the fly the right way, but that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about um, SAO. And the reason why I want to talk about SAO was the progression, dude. There was no fighting in this episode, but the progression in this episode was so strong and so well done that it it touched me. You see, did you see this episode? I did. Okay, good, good. So, uh, what you think? I'm actually surprised you brought this up. Really? Yeah. Why is I'm that? very surprised. Because, just because, like, I don't know. I didn't think you rocked with this one. Like, I, like I was rocking with it, and I'm, I'm, I'm no, honestly, this I'm very happily, perfect. I'm happily surprised. This one was perfect. This episode was absolutely perfect to continue the story, bro. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Like it again. I don't. We we talked about what we liked. This goes back to what I didn't like in the first few episodes or the most recent episodes, other than this more recent one of My Hero. They don't try to give you everything all in one episode. They just give you the episodes that you need to see. Mm-hmm. Right. So like pushing the story forward, our classic members from SAO one to ALO is going to do a data conversion or they found out that they need to do a data conversion to the underworld in order to support Kirito and Asuna because they're in this new world. That is about to let the Americans in, dude. Mm-hmm. As fucking ten thousand of them boys, ten thousand American soldiers into this world to be a part of the Dark Army in order to kill, to kill, to help kill the humans. Like that shit was wild, bro. It, the way it just progressed and progressed and progressed. I'm like, man, this shit is incredible. They're that, doing the they're, way they go ahead. The way they warped in at the end. Yeah. That shit was so smooth. It was like they just and they, it's not like they warped in. You just see like this ultra ominous figure because they didn't make them seem super ominous or super big and bad. It was just you see these giant red lights. They come cause coming down and you just start to see these suits of armor. They don't all look special. They just look like different little little suits. They just all different suits of armor. And you just see these dudes standing. I'm just like, yo, it's about to get lit. Next, it's like episode. the Avengers, bro. Uh, it's nuts, it's so man. good. It's nuts. I absolutely loved it, man. Truly, this this show keeps getting better. People gonna be thinking we be tripping when we gonna do our review of this and it get like an eight something, right? Like an eight point five. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna be like, why is that rated so high? Why is that rated better than Doctor Stone? I thought Doctor Stone was animated here. <laughs> well. Oh, See my man. way my um anime taste is set up. <laughs> exactly. It was phenomenal though, man. Like I just love the way they uh I care so much about those characters, dude. Like when it went back to them, when uh Yui is that her name? 
Yuri. Yuri. When she went back to and told them the situation, I'm like, oh, look at our our characters. I, I feel like yeah. I've been a part of this like this journey, this ride, and I like I, that the most, man. I I think you really just like the fact that Kirito woke up with four chicks around him. Oh, well, that was cool too. <laughs> I'm just but all I care about is Asuna. <laughs> she is the main one. Yeah, she's she, she, she's the a one day one. A one day one for sure. The waifu for life who, um, right for sure. They, they gonna be that. salty when, when he wake up and he be like, "Oh hey babe, <laughs> <laughs> you got your wedding ring on." <laughs> right. They gonna be so salty because we in here, dude. When he saw her though, that episode where he saw her and he was, uh, uh, I'm like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I thought he was about to break. I was like, "This yeah. is gonna be it," yeah. and and you know they couldn't give that to us because that would have been too easy. That would have been like too obvious. This war will be but, over. Yeah, Kirito <laughs> wakes up. Now he go hard on everybody. Yeah, it's over. I love it, man. This, this show is fantastic, and we haven't had one word from Kirito. That's all. <laughs> uh, 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 that's it. That's it. That's all we got this entire season. We're twelve of eleven episodes in. All right. Uh, now, what you want to talk about? I want to so give you a little bit more time. You already know. Uh, as I said, I am twelve episodes into Vinland Saga. And yo, what the hell, bro? What? So look, I just need Mike Check Waifu Waifu listeners to know. I listened to, I watched the first episode of Vinland Saga like 10 episodes ago and said something about, oh, this actually looks pretty good. And Mike Check Waifu Waifu and never finished it. And now I am so disappointed in myself because mm-hmm. this, is, this is actually by far one of the most heated, like fire anime of the year. Oh my god! How did I? How did I let this one slide, bro? For for the anime listeners, I want to sh- let me see if I can show y'all without giving away some of the secrets we got going on. Oh, look, look at look at this. This is to this is to tell himself. I don't, I don't know if y'all can see that. It's gonna be hard to see. In all caps, it says, "Watch Villain Saga." I had to keep reminding him to watch Villain Saga almost every episode of the podcast because you told me you watch episode one. He's like, "Yeah, it seems like it's okay." Okay. I watched episode one. And I'm like, how the fuck did he watch episode two? I watched episode two. I'm like, <laughs> holy shit. This is one of the best anime ever. The one thing, the one small little itty bitty issue I have is some of the art in the show is so like, so the 3D gets real bad. Sometimes it starts to look like Ajin. It starts to, right. you remember that show Ajin on Netflix? Like it gets like they do that, that, that real slow 3D like this, mm-hmm. like this when they start walking like this and it just don't, it don't fit the rest of the, the wonderful Nordic art that they have going on. Like it, no. it just looks bad. But other than that, it's phenomenal. Sadly enough, my one complaint has nothing to do with that. And I might complain about that later, but I actually, I haven't it. seen anything in terms of animation that has made me upset yet. It comes later. <laughs> what has pissed me off and it has really pissed me off because I'm watching it and I'm enjoying it so much and I see this, I'm just like, that's not right. Um, so when, well, episode. Oh, something's scraping against your mic. Oh, sorry. <laughs> episode three, right? Episode three, we in there, um, and the whole uh, Thor's and and Thorfinn thing happens, right? Spoilers, by the way. Yeah, and um, Thorfinn has a sword and he's swinging it, and you hear this clinking and clanking of his sword. 
but it's in the air. Yeah, that was. It's not hit. It's not hitting nothing. That wasn't quite. Why is this sword going <laughs> clink, clink, clink? What are you hitting? Stop that! Yeah, like, it was weird. And that bothered me, and it bothered me way more than it should have. But it, it, I swear, it only bothered me because of how much I was enjoying the show. Yeah, and that's that's what I feel about that three D part that comes it, when it comes in. It's like, why why do that? You don't need to do that. <laughs> also, uh, Yoha might be my new waifu. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I can see. That. I, I actually one hundred percent. Yeah, like I, I, I want her to just be some badass warrior. I swear to God, I want her to pick up a sword and start chopping heads off left and right. Yeah. Like, I just feel like she's gonna be raw as soon as she picked up those water jugs and she had her one little crying scene. I was like, Yo, that's the realest thing because she literally was doing whatever she could yep. to, to stay active and stay busy and not feel the emotions of the things. Like, she knew, like, it's like she knew it was gonna happen, 100%. And, and she let like she tried to cover it up, like, even though she knew it was gonna happen, she was hoping that it didn't, right? And it did. And yo, great, great. This is just. I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember what up to 12 was because I don't want to go into anything. Um, the last thing I saw is a captured Canute. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So they captured Canute. Mm-hmm. The prince. Uh, who captured Canute? Thorfinn and yeah. uh, yep. Yep. Ascalot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Damn, man, you you right to where it gets even better too. Yeah, it gets and even we better. And we've seen Thorkel. Yeah, now, Thorkel. I don't know what's wrong with that man. <laughs> did did y'all fight Thorkel? Yeah, yeah but he fought Thorkel once, and he cut off a couple of Thorkel fingers. And I was go. like, I was like, hold up, like he ain't so, even budge. It's so good. Thorkel is because Thorkel was a was with no. He's with Thor's. Yeah. yeah, Thor's is his only competitor. Yeah. That's oh the only one that can beat him. Man, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a wonderful show. Oh, man. Look. I can't wait to you. Hold um, I need you to catch up on Vinland Saga because you are too I far behind. So much. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched episode 23 and it was so me too, good. Bro. Let's talk about it. <laughs> no, nah, you don't want me to do that. I don't want you to do that. No, I'm just saying. Oh, man. Oh, dude. He said, I hate you so much. Oh, that's Oof. funny. Boy. That's why now do you believe me when I said this show is way better than Demon Slayer? I don't know about all that. Hey, you get further. I mean, no, I'm, I'll tell you, at this point where Demon Slayer was, it's significantly better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, by episode 12, Demon Slayer wasn't this good. No, it wasn't. And it gets even better than that. Yeah. So if this stays at this this consistency, for sure, it's oh, better you, than Demon Slayer. Oh, you really like that episode 19 of Demon Slayer? You ain't seen nothing yet. I mean, no, I'm saying I liked more than just that episode 19, though. I know. Because that, that episode ain't, ain't what got me there. True. But I'm just saying. The characters alone, bro. Oof. Oh, man. I'm so hyped. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, shit. We're an hour in. What's next is a quick break, and then we'll go into um our normal talk of... uh. My hero. 
And apparently, Tell got some things to say about my hero. So stay tuned to that. Uh, we'll be right back. Check waifu waifu episode 28. Um hey, we love you. Go to mycheckwaifuwaifu.com or go to patreon.com slash mycheckwaifuwaifu if you want to support the podcast. Again, there's a free episode of My Check Encore, episode 13, titled Illegal Overdose. Go check that episode out. That episode was a lot of fun to record. Literally just some boys hanging out, chilling, talking. About whatever. And we also cover the uh, video game awards too. So uh, check that out. But this part is the part where we talk about our ongoing anime. Our running anime right now. And that's My Hero. Mattel on Twitter said something about... What did you say? 
we need to uh, have a conversation about My Hero's latest yeah, episode. I said, I, said, I said we need to have a serious conversation. Serious conversation. I wonder what's so serious. Uh, Let's start off with what your thoughts were. On this episode? Yes, sir. This is my least favorite episode so far. Shocking. Literally my least favorite episode. Why? Because there was of, no fighting? No, of the entire series. Why? It was just like this episode. So my favorite part about the episode was the fact that Toga was included. I hate her. I understand. I get it. I love Toga though. I love uh, Blitz or or no Double. I love him too. I love the villains, but this episode itself was like it just dragged on. That's been the entire fucking season, bro. The entire season has been doing nothing but dragged on. But at least this one was all in one consistent episode. Yeah. For how it was laid out. Like it wasn't in the middle of a darn like huge, big, important fight. It was just it was consistently dragging on. But it was they did it better. They did it better. But like, nah, I wasn't rocking with this one. Dude, that's been me this entire season, bro. But like I felt like when they the way they were building up before was significantly better. This is my least favorite episode. I didn't like this. The, to me, this is like as big of an upset as like uh, Luffy fighting Kaido on Fate. You know? Like <laughs> this shit. This was this was unacceptable. I get it though. People love this episode. Like yeah, this episode I, I, I think I think that it was hype. Right. I think actually like the the organization of the episode like structurally. I think the episode was really good. Yeah. If we're gonna do that. If we're going to talk about the actual, like, how the episode is structured, mm-hmm. what it's like, all of that to me was almost immaculate. Like, this is probably one of their best structured episodes. Um, yes, I agree. Not my favorite episode, because to me, it just... It felt it like feel, a filler. It, it felt like a filler. It yeah. felt like unnecessary. They could have skipped this almost this entire episode, or at least cut 75% of this episode out. Dog, that's been this entire fucking last five episodes has been nothing but filler, but done the wrong way. They did filler this time the right way, but none of it was really filler. Like, was, like bro. this happen. This happens in the um. This happens in the manga. It just it don't it. Yeah. Nope. Nope. The, the show, all the show has been doing has been filling us up with these with the characters' backstory in the middle of their fight to make us care. I I didn't care about that. I cared about the fight in the minute that the fight was happening. Like I don't I don't care about learning about this stuff before I care about learning about this stuff before they get into these big fights or even after like they do in Vinland Saga as you will find out later on but see that's the part I actually like disagree with I like that part I during just the fighting like, you like the fact that they show flashbacks I, in the middle of the f- most important parts of a fight it don't really bother me that much in the heat of the episode if I'm going back to rewatch it I don't want to see the history anymore but the first time watching it to me it feels good because I know like the fights I've been in, sometimes I think about like, oh shit, I remember thinking about how this one time I had to duck this punch. I don't know, but I don't know, bro. This this episode didn't rock with me. I didn't like it. It was okay at the best. This was way better than the previous ones, only because of structure. Because I'm I, I don't I don't settle on the fact that I like I already know what they're doing this season. They're gonna drag out this portion of the season as long as they possibly can. You think that <laughs> they they are they have been already it's all it's 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 essential like they've what been doing it. This is like twelve, 
right? Like, mm. this is half a season. It ain't shit really happened. It's episode 10. Okay. So next almost, episode is The Million. Almost the entire season has been just drug on. And literally more than half of the season has been them running through this fucking base, which has been just ridiculous. I mean, that's not. That's three episodes. It's been, <laughs> it's been like four, actually. But that's still. It's a lot of it is... It's just, I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to drag it on, trying to make this money. I feel them. Let's talk about cash grabs. That's exactly what they're doing. And then I guess this is when it pops off, like when Lemillion gets involved, because obviously he gets involved because he's fighting overhaul. Next he's about to pop off. Now, I will tell you, although to me this episode was kind of a letdown, it was really a letdown because I felt like it didn't really progress the actual storyline much as much as I wanted. I liked the information, but it didn't progress the story. It, it seemed very decent. Like, I don't care that you're talking to Rapa in the infirmary and healing up Kirishima. None of that none of that matters to me. You could have passed all of that. Um I was okay I know, with bro. it. I, I was okay with it. I was even okay with how they explain um to, uh Toga and Double being with the lead, I mean, being with the, the mafia or the Yakuza. I like mm-hmm. that because of where they placed it. It was in mm-hmm. a well placed position. It was short and sweet, but it still got its point across. And then the show continued. When the show continued, boy Rock Lock gets shanked up, which was uh, his power is fucking trash, dude. He's you think so? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I can I mean, only okay, stop so, a power so of can- the wall. <laughs> It's like, dude, you locking shit. <laughs> you, you throw a knife at him and he can lock it in place. But yeah, but it got to stab me first. Like, this, it's like he has to touch it in order to lock it. Yeah. It's stupid. It's a dumb power. It's a real dumb power. I like the character, especially the dub version. The voice actor is incredible because he's unapologetically black. And of course, mm-hmm. I appreciate the hell out of that. Um, But other than that, like, he's a real poo-poo character that complains a lot. Why are these kids here? These kids shouldn't be involved in this. But all I can do is lock down a wall. Like, boy, you better get boy. If you don't get <laughs> That's not that bad, though. It's like, a, literally, he could lock things in place in midair. Like, only things. Know. Only things, though. Not yeah, people. why? People is. You can't control people's will, is how I think he's doing, though. Like, how um, overpowered would that be? Like, there, there's like, like, so we talk about, uh, what's his name? Hero Killer Stain. He had to taste your blood to do that. Yeah. Right? So it's not that he could just touch you and, and lock you in place. But uh, You can't even use Hero Killer Stand as an example for that because at least he had to taste your blood to do something physically to you. Mm-hmm. Rock Lock is literally taking your shoes and locking them to the ground and then you take off your shoes and you, you free a kid. Like it's, it's a dumb yeah. power, dude. It's a real stupid power. I also think they could have utilized it better. Like he can lock things in place. Why don't he just lock the whole outfit in place? But you can come out of the outfit. You're going to come out the whole outfit. My yeah. <laughs> I'm a hero, bro. Or a villain. <laughs> I or like villain, the whole yeah. outfit in place. First like, of all, how you going to move out of your outfit if it's locked in place, bro? <laughs> That's a good how point. You, how you going to get out of that? That's a kind of a good point. I just want to know. He has to touch your shirt and he just locks the whole outfit if it's a one piece. But if it's two right. pieces, I got to touch you in two places to lock it. So if it's a shirt, you got to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, true, true. How you getting out of that, bro? It's, That's it's, too much weight. It's a real dumb power for him to be talking all that shit he was talking, though, to be honest. He was talking a lot of <laughs> But I think he was important because I think he can also unlock anything, too. Okay, okay. You know, I can see how that's useful. If he can unlock anything, then that's dope. So if somebody locked themselves behind a door that's supposed to be super secure, tight, that's just mm-hmm. nothing for, for him. Yeah, and I mean, I think as a hero, that's a really good power. But as is. a thief, as a thief, it's an amazing power. Exactly. As a hero, it's it's even better. Exactly. So that's good. He's, he's great for hostage situations, I guess. So my question is, What's your expectation for the next episode? I just, I just want to, I don't want any fucking backstory in the middle of this fucking fight. And I know I'm going to get it. I know it's going to be poorly drawn out in order to get a to be continued for us to do a part two of this fight in another episode, which I fucking hate, even though I think overhaul should just rock a million in almost an instant. But I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, he has to be able to touch the million though. You know, that's a good point. You can't touch him. That, ooh, ooh, this is kind of like the perfect fight, though. Those two are going at it. That's kind of like the perfect I'm, fight. I'm so hyped for this. That's kind of because he's going he to overhaul. is probably going to be super confident. He's going to hit one of those. Huh, okay. Take off his glove. He takes off his glove. The man is coming in for a punch. He goes to touch the million and it goes right through. And he's like, oh, what? What do I do now? <laughs> that's just going to be dope. I, I don't think uh, Chizuki acts like that, but no, if, if Overhaul not. acts like that, I'm going to be Saudi. I'm <laughs> no. going to be instantly Saudi because that's not how he acted in the manga. No, all. no. We're actually going to get a re- reaction out of him, which is going to mm-hmm. be dope. Getting a reaction out of Overhaul is is above, above all else incredible because he's such a well-acted character and like both the subs and the dubs, it's insane. Like they treat, him, just, they treat him well. He's chill, but he's also like, yeah. I don't know, the little... Like caveats and things about his character in the background, I just feel like are right, awesome. Incredible. Like, we know he has a phobia of quirks, so like I, I just love, I still love the idea that when he uses his quirk, he breaks out in hives. Yep. When he sees someone else using their quirks, he breaks out in hives. He hates it. So I'm excited to see where this goes. I love um, it. <sighs> finally, so finally, we're getting somewhere. I think this next episode is going to be real intense. Good, good, good. We need it, to be honest. Don't don't call me when you watch this episode. All right, all right, all right. I, I am, I am. I know you are. <laughs> but with that, that's going to wrap. Episode, uh, what's this? 28. 28. Is our next episode our New Year's Eve episode? Uh, yeah, because this is our Christmas episode, Christmas Eve episode. Yeah. Oh, shit. Merry Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas to everybody. Yeah. Happy holidays if you, you know, don't celebrate Christmas, Christmas, but happy holidays to you all. Thank you all so much for supporting our first ever endeavor with this podcasting thing. Truly has been special. Like our Patreon is incredible. You guys are awesome for supporting us there. Uh, For those of you that bought shirts and stuff, we love you. Mm -hmm. Love you. Those of you who have supported our sponsor, LouComplex.com. We love you. Um. Happy holidays. You guys be safe. Hope you get what you want. Hope you give your kids what they want. And uh, I'm not even going to plug our Twitter or nothing like that because this is more important. Thank you all so much for listening and watching. And we'll see y'all for our anime of the year discussion next episode. Mm. So uh, with that, I'm Polo. And I'm King Teliano. Peace out.
Peace. Mic check one two one two. My sweet wife is that you?